Johnny boy. Dane, good morning. How are you, my brother? I'm doing good. How are you today? Good, man. Good. How, um, well, it goes without saying, welcome to the podcast again. And, uh, yes, are we, are we, are we recording? Absolutely. That's why I asked you to set up. So <laughs> I was actually expecting the phone to ring. So yes, we are um, being very distant and respectful of the social protocols in place. And it goes without saying that we're in an interesting time. And one of the things I wanted to ask you is how have you been, but how are you today? Now you answered you well, but are you taking daily stock of how you're feeling? Yeah, man. Um, today, well, the last few days have been so nice. It's uh, just the sun hitting you. It just feels like amazing, you know what I mean? And like where our bedroom is at the house here, like you can kind of just tell if it's going to be a sunny day, just the way the light's bouncing off the walls. And it just feels like uh, a good lift, you know, just like for morale and everything. And um, so, yeah, it's that's just felt like it lifted the spirits a hundred percent, you know, to, um, I don't know, like refresh where we are and bring you into the moment a little bit more. And, um, it feels like it's coming in a bit more of a cloudy, colder day today, but yeah, man, uh, I feel good. I feel, uh, I feel real present and, um, just, I don't know, just, uh, present would be a good way. Just ready to, to take on the day or whatever's coming, you know? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's interesting to notice and it's no surprise, but you know, life comes in waves and so do emotions and how you're feeling. And I had a good conversation with, um, actually a close mutual friend yesterday and, uh, yeah, going, going through a real difficult patch as we all are, but from losing a job to, having the car getting broken into to other bad news all within a day and a half of each other. You know what I mean? It was just a lower point of the whole experience. And we explained and discussed the concept of being honest at this time when you're not doing so well. Because, you know, a wall of positive noise would be – it's great until it's false and then it's in, then it actually causes trouble. And I'd like your insights on – how well you understand positivity and your comment on that. But what we landed up with was the best way through is to be positive. Yes. But when you get into those low honest situations is just to admit it. And it's the quickest way through so that you get the learnings, feel the feelings, go through the emotions to re-level back onto positivity. Instead of always just trying to be positive, the best way is just to experience those, um, lower days or tougher hours or even moments so that they don't land up in something that snaps and then explodes all over everyone. Yeah. You know, I do. That's the honest, uh, situation that we're all facing right now. You know, I think, um, you know, what that person was going through is really symbolic of everyone's journey and it's going to happen through the a long arc, you know, in the coming days, months, years, everyone is going to have to face a new reality um, that's different from what they have experienced, what we have known. And it's not going to be easy. There's going to be a lot of difficult days for everybody in a lot of different varieties of ways. And so I feel like, you know, being real is very important, um, especially now. And and that comes back to being present, you know, and, and understanding what's in front of you and what's happening and how you react to the situation. Um, and I think the thing, the mantra of the positive vibe warriors, um, over the years has stood for, you know, maintaining a positive mental attitude, you know what I mean? Like overcoming and what I feel like our goal, the difference between a positive vibe warriors mindset foundation kind of our philosophies versus you know the positive wall of noise is what our mindset grew out of was adversity you know was personal challenges whether that was you know going through depressions going through 
radical difficulties on the road, feeling those vulnerabilities and and really getting to know yourself in those challenging moments. And so um, that's where you grow and that's where you overcome and that's where you build self-esteem and and really understanding that those hard times are so insanely uncomfortable and you have to go through them to evolve as a human being. And that gives you the perspective of allowing yourself to have a positive attitude to, to know that you can come through hard times. So that's where it, the outlook is, you know, it's not ignoring that's it's the difference of a positive wall of noise is just ignoring the situation, pretending it's not there. But our philosophy is rooted in overcoming your own adversities. And that's how we come to that perspective. Does that make sense, Donnie? It makes total sense. And I want to push you a little more. um, And I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here, but let's, let's explore it. Your book of reference has come from going through those hard things and building up a repertoire of, I can do this. And you said um, building self-esteem and building experience. Are you, let's just, yeah, let's take today. Are you looking back in the rear view mirror going, man, I got through some tough stuff on the road five years ago or bring up an example in your mind and say, I can do this hard thing today. Or is it more of a endurance training that, huh, that wasn't so bad and you keep going are, are you are you my question is are you recalling difficult things as fuel for today to get through or on a tough day the easy days are the good ones but yet they're not when you look at what you can learn so are you looking back to go forward or is it just something that you got a little more momentum behind you that's an interesting perspective and question um i don't know i feel like i feel like everyone's journey is so individual to themselves and um, sometimes when you have a sequence of really hard things happen to you, you feel like it's a lifetime happening to you. You feel like it's all the entire universe is collapsing on your head. Um, and I've been there, you know, I've dealt with, you know, incredible insecurities, de- depression and, um, issues of my own, you know, where I felt like I fit in with the world and, and self view and, um, you know, those things take time to 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 go through um and you grow out of that experience so so i don't know i feel like all of those cumulative moments and experiences have allowed me to grow into a place where all i want to do is be present in the moment that's the whole goal you know like happiness and and those you know like that that overarching you know essence of of what people search for happiness i think is more to me about just staying present in the moment and and understanding the past as a reference point to you know where you can grow from you know those really difficult situations um and then training your mind to believe that you know you can overcome difficult tasks like training really vigorously right like I think of a guy like Chris Burdish is a great example that, you know, is a fellow South African of you guys, the guy paddle boarded across the Atlantic ocean, you know what I mean? And he probably had a couple of days in a row that were really difficult and you got to keep paddling forward um, and know that you're working towards a goal and, and understand that if you stay in the moment, each, each moment you can get to the next moment, you know, but you can't get to the next moment if you're already trying to get there without paddling in the current space. Um, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, I think, I think looking back is valuable. I think it's a collective, you know, it's just, it's just everything gives you perspective. And, um, and I think just trying your best to stay in the present moment. And if you're going through a hard time, understanding it is a really hard time. It's going to take a lot of perseverance. It's going to take a lot of self-reflection. Um, some things are going to be in your control and some things are going to be out of your control. You know, if you're sleeping in your house and some guy breaks your window in your car, yeah, it's a little bit out of your control. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, understanding how to cope with those things um, from my perspective has just been through experience and uh, trying to control what you can 
and understanding that sometimes the universe is going to, you know, there's going to be challenging times that you can't really control yourself. But through that experience, those really difficult times are going to allow you a, a sense of personal growth that you may never have had access to. You know what I'm saying? So, so staying present to accept those and be ready for it, I think is, is hugely valuable. I mean, I, I appreciate you sharing that and your honesty to even say how um, low of the points in your life have been. Because not everyone admits to those, whether you've gone through them or not. So thank you for that. And it it really is bringing up the questions in my mind about, I really want to I, I wanna unpack where we are within our own mind space because that's really all that matters you're in control of your own like we just talked about your attitudes and the things that you are in control of so much of it isn't in our control so let let those things go and be present but man i've just been really missing surfing lately and that goes without saying but i am so interested in your perspective of being away from surfing for a long or extended period and you helped me through an injury last year and that was very valuable. And I'm imagining people being in a situation or a position where they can't wait to get back to surfing. Now, I know not everyone's in that situation, but I do think that it's it's a evergreen conversation because of even someone maybe one day going through injury could glean insight from you on this. So, I mean, hit the first ball. Is it how are you managing going through these um, difficult times with, with being what I want to call out of balance. I, I feel like surfing brings such a balance to my daily life and my, my program. I'm a little out of balance. So yeah, I'm doing things to compensate and fill the voids and balance and manage things. But uh, I'll throw it to you. How are you going through life right now without surfing? And I understand we're in a, a difficult and uh, global crisis and surfing might not seem like something that's worth discussing, but it matters to me and it's a balanced part of my life. It is to so many. So it's worth discussing because I can't wait to get back to surfing and we're going to also explain and explore how to, to go about um, anticipating or preparing for those first sessions. So I'll leave it to you. Yeah, I'm excited to go get back in the water. And um, it's just been an interesting, unprecedented time in our lifetimes and probably the world's history um, in terms of where we are at as a population dealing with something like this um and what we have you know with the internet and the media coming at us and you know i think it's just kind of like um surfing is a beautiful coping mechanism in so many ways it allows you to 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 release a lot and uh and it's super um healing in so many ways so yeah i mean and it's just a great place to express yourself, man. Like I'm definitely missing that opportunity to, uh, to go do that. But, um, you know, I've had a lot of time through the course of my career being injured, um, for months at a time and, and understanding just like anything, if it's the hard times that we were just talking about that you feel like there's a sequence of events that aren't going your way. Um, understanding that it, it it won't be a permanent thing and and if you are able to get through it and and ride through it and work hard to find a way through the time um there'll be a light at the end of the tunnel you'll be back surfing and i tell you what like when i go back in after an injury i appreciate it in a way that's different and honestly i flourish after injury when i come back in because i i don't take it for granted um you know what i'm saying so it's kind of be the cool thing is is that i don't feel like i have you know a a physical ailment so like when i get back in the water it's going to be just your mind's ability to enjoy the sensations you know purely without the limitations of a physical you know recovery so it's going to be a really interesting dynamic that i've never experienced taking out you know a month or two out of my life just for fun or not for fun in this moment but just taking it out by choice essentially to to not go in the water for that amount of time i've never done that so um it'll be interesting but i think 
you know, I think the hardest part with this whole thing is um, not seeing the ocean really and, and not going into salt water. And it's so such a healing place. Um, but I think looking at the perspective of, of the greater situation, I mean, there's so many people around the world in so many different countries facing such severe adversity that, you know, it's, it's that constant um, battle between your own personal uh, desires and the collective desires and, and, and hoping the best for everyone as a community and a collective. So I've found a lot of um, peace of mind in, in just believing that, you know, my actions today and, and over the course of the month have been towards a greater good you know, of hopefully trying to get people back to work, trying to get people safe and healthy. And, and those have given that philosophy has given me a bit of peace of mind to go, Hey, you know, yeah, I, I really, really miss surfing and I really miss going in the water, but there's a bigger, you know, picture to this thing here. And, uh, you know, at this moment, I think it's a great, opportunity we've been in it for a while hopefully the thing feels like this virus feels like it's kind of you know at a place where we can have discussions and find solutions to opening things up but i think looking back on it it's not really a, a like a, a a situation where i'm angry or bitter for some reason that i didn't get the opportunity to to go pursue my passions because at the end of the day we're only as good as the community as a whole you know what I mean? And, and I do agree that personal um, health and mental health, personal mental health, it can be a big contributor to a positive community. So I understand that context. But this is just such an unprecedented time that that I, you know, I don't know. I just I've, that's what's been getting me through, you know, just like holding the line because I love other people. I love seeing the whole community. And I'm having conversations with friends around the world who are really difficult dealing with some difficult circumstances, you know, with this virus in their countries and, uh, and the sacrifices that they're having to make are a lot more extreme than the ones we're having to make. So with that perspective, I, it's not the end of the world to me, you know, to miss surfing for, for a bit, but I understand everyone's point of view on the topic. And, uh, mm. and, and like I said, the ocean's the most healing place in the universe. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that goes without saying, and I'm, I, I, I agree and have also taken a choice to not surf and do what I can for the greater good of the community and the, and the global crisis at large. So, yeah, I mean, um, we're on the same page there. But it, it brings up what you were talking about with, you know, doing your, your bit to get through and it's in the, in the big picture, it's, it's not going to be forever and it's only a small time. But once again, coming back to being present. So, my outset once deciding oh, clearly months ago or weeks ago really um okay not to surf and abide by the rules and do my part and so on i knew that this was going to be an interesting and stressful time and everyone has their own situation so that's understood but if you are present the best way to go through something is to have it teach you what it was or what, what it was able to teach you, have it bring you the things that it was presenting. So with with us not knowing how long this is going to go on for, I'm really trying to put together a mindset and a framework with which to go through this so that I get to the other side and have learned the most amazing things because I was willing to learn or have seen the most amazing things because I was being vigilant to be present and have my eyes open. So let's let's coin the, clif- the cliche, there'll be a new normal. But if this yeah. is a time to, <laughs> and bring it back to surfing, if this is a time to review where your surfing was, where is it going to be? Because it's going to be the most beautiful thing. And you talked about not having an injury. So getting back, you're going to be right on it. It's not like nursing yourself back and then slowly going through baby steps. So right there is a gift. This has never happened in your surfing career. So I really want to go into the details of how you're envisioning re-entering the water. 
and I like that you talked about just being in the ocean because it is. I, I feel like that's even the uh, the bigger picture. It's like just the concept of being in a body of water, and we know the benefits of those. So we're missing that, and we're missing surfing. So to put you on the spot, where was your surfing? What was the things you were working on and doing? Because I know you were traveling before this. And what and 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 then where are you going? Like how are you going to embrace getting back in the water? Because I think it's good to talk about the plans coming up and getting excited. Oh, it's like, oh, it's three more sleeps to Christmas. <laughs> and we don't know how many it more sleeps it is. Feels, it feels like that, you know? <laughs> I but, think that's great. Yeah, but, but you know what's so cool and interesting? So my last trip before all this stuff went down was just, um, it was amazing that I got to have this opportunity to have this trip with Keppa and we went down to West Africa and um, I just had a real, really can special time connecting as friends and and surfing empty remote waves and just really enjoying it you know and connecting with this cool community and and seeing the way that these kids in the community just love to dance and they not they dance non-stop no matter what and singing and even when we were surfing and so forth and it, i don't know and seeing the rhythm was different it was a different understanding of rhythm which is, you know, moving to a beat and, and all this stuff and flow. And so I started thinking about my surfing in that way of opening it up to, you know, because I, I tried to dance. We went ended up going to like this like rad dance hall thing, you know, and I was trying to dance and I couldn't move my feet the way that everyone else is moving their feet, you know, and I was like, holy crap, like, how is it impossible as a human being to to see and you can't even replicate? Like, I couldn't move <laughs> like these guys, you know? And uh, it was so cool. And and so I opened that my, my mind up to that way of looking at rhythm in, in surfing and, and where I'm positioning myself on waves and and taking time to get off, off beat, off tempo and play with that little moment there between them and see what... I could experiment with or kind of explore. So I came back really open. And then I've been reading a couple books in this quarantine time. One of them was this really interesting book on yoga philosophy. And, you know, it's kind of talking about, you know, everything in life can be a yoga flow or yoga. You know what I'm saying? Like, so me doing the dishes, if I can do it with, with, with the flow, with the essence, you know what I'm saying? Like make it, impactful meaningful and and so again when you you look at something with surfing like are we limited to what is surfing is surfing when you're actually standing up on a wave or can you live each moment with the essence of what surfing is and how you approach that feeling and and so like yeah my mind is is flowing i just it's, i think it's just all connecting you know riding waves how you ride a bike, how you walk, how you talk to people, how you pick, you know, work in the garden, how you pick your veggies, how you do anything that you do, connecting it to like a greater or a longer vibration. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a common thread in all of it. So really linking it together. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Obviously I've been in quarantine too long, but, but it, it's true. Like, I was looking at these kids and they, it wasn't like, it was like what they were doing on the land. They just went in the water and they did the same thing, but then now they're on surfboards. So why can't we do what we do in the water normally as surfers, right? In our daily lives, why can't we do that on the land? You know what I'm saying? And it's not the physical act. It's the mental awareness you know, it's the essence of it. So I've been trying to just think about that. And hopefully, I don't know how it will affect the way I'm actually riding a wave when I get back out there. But I think just moving with purpose. And, uh, and sometimes that means moving in a way that I want to get there fast. And other times understanding that Maybe I'm listening and maybe I'm standing on the wave and just listening to what the feedback is. So I don't know. I think it's just, it's just being really in the moment. Like we said, being present and 
understanding. And maybe that's way too abstract for people to understand. If anyone is listening and just got completely lost, which some people probably will be, <laughs> which is okay. But I, I, I just feel like seeing things unlimited, I think is really valuable and, and so beautiful and, and breath. And cause I was doing, I don't know. I just, I've, there's been periods in my life that have helped me significantly in my surfing and breath work was one of them and figuring out energy and balance and all these different things. And, and I feel like once you connect all of them, you're free. You know what I mean? Like there's no limitations once you, you connect things to a, a greater, you know, bigger th- essence, you know? So, so yeah. I, I, and to tie it back to surfing, I feel like, riding different boards and obviously if we had if we have the opportunity to get into better waves in the future through traveling that won't be taken for granted <laughs> you know i think um surfing really good waves on a different multitude of boards and equipment will will be fantastic in terms of um how to keep growing and how to keep finding new places in in my own surfing but my first wave when I go back in the ocean, I, I don't know. I'll probably just, I don't know. Just go for a wiggle. It probably won't be anything crazy. You know, I might even do just bang out a WQS style 4.53 backside turns. You know, who cares? It's, it's just for fun, man. You know, surfing is just the best. It's just for fun. So I think that's where I'm at. Like, I don't care if it's body surfing or boogie boarding or, or, there's no limitations, man. And, and that's what, that's where my surfing is at right now. It's just do whatever you want and enjoy it and live that way, you know, be that way and feel it that way. If that makes sense. It makes total sense because I think the way you do one thing is the way you do all things, you know, wise people say that and I believe it to be true. And, you know, you discrediting your point of view because you're stuck in quarantine and me thinking we're taking this whole thing too seriously and we're talking too much about surfing and surfboards and we got our heads up our asses that's that's a moot point i'm interested in how you see things and the things you've noticed and the way you've trained because i i really look up to what you've done in your surfing and how you conduct yourself in your life and we've shared so many good times and gone through other times together and so I think it's incredibly accurate and observant. And yes, the way we do one thing is the way we do all things. And therefore, this whole thing really doesn't matter. But the way you're training is going through the dishes, picking out the veggies. Like, couldn't it be a great time to reset? It's really not about the surfing. And that's really what these conversations start to consistently boil down to. It's like, this is really just about life, you know? I mean, it's it, without yeah. which, without trying to be smart. That's why I called this podcast "Swell with My Soul," because it's it's really. I mean, not to get too meta, but that's what we're doing. It's like when you really unpack all these things, they start to boil down to the meat and potatoes of what's really going on, and maybe that's why the 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 spotlights on what surfing was bringing to my life, or in your words, your life without it now, and just well, that's look, you just forward. nailed it right there, like what surfing is bringing to your life right so that means that surfing is a vehicle for you to access a higher you know level of consciousness or a feeling about yourself or a way to cope with things or, or express yourself back on land right so it's a freedom and escape a moment for you to be completely in the zone and and enjoying it so when you come back to land you can be a better husband you can be a better father you can be a more present businessman, maybe more inspired than you've ever been, right? So surfing is a way, a vehicle to to make the rest of your life better, right? And so without the act of physically surfing, you know, <laughs> you can kind of ride a different variety of, of flow or of waves or energy. And that's kind of it, you know, it connects all those dots and, um, I don't know. I mean, the ocean is such a healing thing. It's so there's ups. If you look at, if you're just a sailboat on the ocean, the swells go up 
and the swells go down and they go up and they go down and maybe it'll come a little bit down in the middle. Maybe some days it'll be flat, but sometimes you'll be really high and then some days you'll be really low. You know, that's pretty accurate description of life. You know what I mean? And so, and that just comes and you can learn so much from just the way you can interact with the ocean and just understanding that's such a healing place to be anyways in the sun. And, but yeah, I, I think you just nailed it. I mean, we're just trying to take the skills that we've learned in the ocean, especially in this time and continue to let them thrive and make us better people while we're on land. You know, that's kind of an interesting uh, way to look at it. You've, you've made me think of, of, uh, a, uh, <laughs> exposing point, but, uh, but I'll be vulnerable and, and share it. You know, I often think about, um, what if I couldn't surf? Or what if I moved away from the ocean? And and it's like it's it's kind of a depressing thought, you know. Like and then you're like, man, am I so shallow that all I am is a surfer? But it's that's not true. It's I see this gift that I'm able to surf, and I've been shared this opportunity to learn how to enjoy the ocean and the boards too. It's like it's such an amazing craft. But right now we're in a situation where you can't surf, but you know you will again, or at least it's promised. <laughs> So there's a, a and there's a vision of hope within that. Whereas if you say got horribly injured and then you couldn't surf or you had to move and therefore you 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 were let's let's quote unquote say not a day in and day out surfer. Well, those are realities that now force you to ask these big questions. So this is long-winded way of me uncovering my own thoughts here, trying to figure out. Well, okay, what what was surfing that I know. I'm going to get back to so what was it bringing me that I now have to find not somewhere else because it's just uncovering who you are and the way you're thinking because you were talking about like you re you come back to life and you bring the things that it taught you or the joys that it show you, show, showed you or the balance that it brought so it's a really great time to really think of what were those things that it was bringing me so that I can then practice them on land let's say I couldn't surf anymore I know I'd then be pressed to figure out how to find ways to be more present in moments. But surfing is just such a great magnifier of how to regu regulate one's own feelings, emotions, thoughts, um, balance, that dance, you know, like there's just physical attributes. So I, f I feel like if you didn't surf, you'd start doing something else, right? And it's probably going to be something creative because it's expressive and there's an overlap there. But the fact that we can surf again really starts to make me take uh checks and balances of the depth that it can and has been bringing me and and going back with this appreciation of wow how can i tap into that more and i think your point of going through life and the way you're washing dishes is as much training to surf or really the same thing so it's not about just surfing <laughs> surfing 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 it's like man but it's just such a great magnifier of when you're in the flow and when you're in the zone and so now without it you've got to self-regulate and self-analyze in all these other tasks. Well, if you look at it too, I mean, look at it like this. You nailed it. You nailed it when you said that, I mean, I'm definitely in it. So this quarantine situation has allowed us to not take surfing for granted, you know? And if you had a life-changing moment where you were involved in an accident or something happened where, you no longer could do it. Um, I mean, that'd be really a radical situation where you'd have to um, understand that you may not be able to ride waves again to some degree. Um, so that's, that puts it all in perspective. And when you, you look at trees in the way that they grow and you prune the tree back and then it comes back with a reinvigorated, regenerated growth, that's healthier. And for us, sometimes, you know, they talk about fasting in your food and that's healthy for your organs. You know, maybe there is some overlaying healthy byproducts that we're experiencing here. And obviously it's not for everyone. And, you know, I, if you're a young kid, a grommet, and you just love to froth all day and go out and surf, it's going to be harder to you know, understand these kind of situations. I think 
being older, you can kind of see a bit more perspective. So I'm really not trying to say one's right or wrong. You know, it's just for everyone where they're at in their life and how they can kind of use this moment as any sort of value. And and it goes back to people facing hard times as well, like understanding that those hard times are going to new growth is going to come from that really difficult time. And in your surfing, it's the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like every injury I've ever had, I've come back stronger through hard work and and time off. You know, it doesn't it's not like you sit there and just eat ice cream on the couch. You know what I'm saying? So um, it takes hard work and, and dedication and passion. And in this moment, too, I think the passion is just keeping your mind right. And the dedication is just to keep in a good, healthy headspace. And uh, I think everyone that has spent this time is has the opportunity to really grow into a better surfer when they come back into the lineup. And and even mentality-wise, you know, not taking it for granted um, and understanding how valuable it is to their lives and, and appreciating it a lot. And that could reflect in a better performance surfing if that's what you're into. So I see a lot of healthy byproducts from this situation. Obviously, it's not an ideal one. And it's not one that anyone would voluntarily do. Um, and there's going to be a lot of difficult times as a byproduct of this, too. But, you know, in saying that, I think there's a lot of opportunity for healthy growth, no matter what your level of surfing is. and I think it's just going to do a lot of good things for people's perspective of why they surf and, and what they get out of it. I, I agree, but I don't think that everyone's going to come back a better surfer or a more grateful surfer. I really think you have to have, I'm very grateful for this time and I'm, yeah, once again, not trying to be shallow about the whole situation, but since we're talking just about surfing and getting back to surfing, um, I'm grateful for this because yeah you wouldn't have self-elected this so going through it I'm I'm like that's why once again like what what's the best depth and growing that I can get out of this not to be selfish but it's like this is a pruning moment so what are the best ways to be grafted and, and reformed and so the mindset with which you go back is more appreciative is deeper is more grateful is long more longevity in one surfing so it's it's actually something i've been thinking about a lot is what the mindset's going to be like in um quote unquote the most popular or crowded lineups you know i i, I sometimes think oh everyone's going to be so stoked to be out there and sharing waves and then you really think about it deeply and it's like hmm, it's probably just going to well, be people, everyone up yeah. for themselves <laughs> it's it going to be interesting be, yeah but I think you're right on the money and, and, and that's totally okay. And that's realistic. You know what I'm saying? But it's also realistic that other people might be experiencing, you know, it just depends on what you're choosing to focus on. I mean, there's certain things like, you know, we can take the mentality at a high level break, like trestles, they'll probably come back reinvigorated. But I, I do think deep down those people out there, even if they have a heightened level of uh, aggression or um, hoping to get into every wave because they've been missing it i think deep down they will have a deeper personal um, appreciation for it maybe but at the end of the day too it, it goes back to it's no matter what people are getting out of it it's okay it's for fun mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah like if someone's gonna go out there and be supercharged and aggressive that's that's totally fine like do their thing, whatever. I'm surfing is not about control or how to do it. There's really no right or wrong way to do it. It's our personal choice. You know, whatever, if it's bumming me out, I'll go down the beach, I, you know, or choose to find another spot that makes me feel good or surround myself with people where that does feel good, you know, but I, I love trestles and it's such a special way of, so I'm not trying to say anything about it in that way, but I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it, again my perspective is through my experiences and i've come to my perspective through my own experiences in my personal place in life and so if people can listen and say i can identify with a few of those things not everything then that's cool if they can identify with none of it that's totally cool too you know so wherever you are in your life is going to dictate your perspective 
and hearing things might help influence you to see it in a different way. But really, your own personal experiences are going to give you the sense of, you know, your ability to build your own understanding of things. So I don't know. I hope the best. I just, I think surfing, just remembering it's for fun. And, 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 you know, obviously the kids love it. Old people love it. It's for everyone, men and women love it. Everyone loves it, you know, and, and just appreciating everyone's right to enjoy it, you know, and, and if we can all do that, then I think we'll be doing pretty good, you know. I think everyone would be having a good time. So I I think you're right there, and and it highlights maybe why we we're so focused on surfing is because it is such a personal activity. It's such a personal adventure, you know. Like as you surf through your life, you know, you see it in different different times and seasons. And this is an interesting one right now, but it really is all up to you. And and that doesn't make it selfish, but makes it um, the ownership on on how much joy you're getting out of it, or what it's bringing to you. And you know, yeah, this isn't about having everyone agree with our thoughts. This is about you know uncovering the depth in what it is in your own life. And what a good time to explore those things than right now. I, I want to ask a question: Is um, what what? Let's get technical. What have you been doing to train? I, I mean. Are you, are you I know you've been on the bike a little bit are you are you on the bike are you doing yoga what's what's the what's what's the situation on um prepping the rig yeah dude tune after I know it's it's a weird opportunity to reset and take uh take stock of how your body's feeling and check in with yourself and I, my girlfriend Anna and I she's she hasn't really eaten too much meat so we got there's like this you know in march there was like a plant-based march kind of thing so that was really interesting i went plant-based for a month and i didn't eat a ton of red meat and i you know i felt pretty aware of what i was eating and i, I love whole kind of food style like uh you know potatoes or sweet potatoes and and lettuce and you know maybe like a fish or something like that but understanding diet about the plant-based thing and the nutrients and cooking and all sorts of those kind of creative things was, was really fascinating. And my body feels really good. You know, I, you know, I'm eating a little fish now too and bacon, homemade bread and kind of pulling a bunch of veggies out of the garden and, and being pretty aware of what I'm consuming in my body. And so my fuel tank feels really good. I feel really strong. And, um, I feel like what I've been able to put in my body just feels really in line with what I'm hoping to feel my energy levels at, um, physically. Yeah. Just been trying to bike ride. I was prone paddling a bit before they completely shut everything down. Um, which was really nice. Just going out, just getting a peace of mind, being on the water was beautiful. Um, yoga is really great. I mean, I'm not like some like epic, yoga guy but i i really appreciate the way your body feels when you're able to move it in that way and your hips and and your back really can just loosen up and so i i feel like that's in a good place and um if i get my posture right and the energy feels good then i mean you're you're really vital you know you have that kind of good flow that you can kind of operate from and yeah i don't know other than that just been feeling pretty lean and i don't know just trying trying to stay flexible stay loose you know not but also not being too stringent not being too hard on yourself not being you know too ridiculous this is a tough time for everyone um everyone's feeling incredibly vulnerable and uh understanding hey if you want to kick back and slug a tank of ice cream do it you know whatever you there's certain things don't be too hard on yourself you can get you know 80 percent, 75 percent, whatever you're feeling like if, as long as you're feeling good about you know what's going on inside your body then then that's going to be the good indicator so yeah I've, I've been feeling ready to go man I, once the floodgates open and you know we can get back out in the water and and maybe travel in a different kind of way i you know i don't know what the future holds but i feel like i'm i'm definitely feeling in a good physical and mental headspace to uh, to approach it yeah fantastic well 
Well, what have you been doing, Donnie? Dude, break me off on what you got going on. <laughs> Dude, I know you've been riding your bike to work every day. That's what you said. That's what you told me. Yeah, it actually, it's an interesting thing. I, I actually kind of tweaked my knee a little bit. I felt no! it. No! <laughs> I felt it happen right before things got shut down. I was, yeah, kind of... Surfing? Came, yeah, I came off the bottom and, yeah, just working on some technical things that, yeah, both... Uh, you and Asher have been helping me on and just staying low and compressing and I actually felt it right through a turn. But um, mm. yeah, that's been kind of weird. It's sort of on and off sort of bugging me a little bit. So I have been riding the bike. Um, yeah, it's not far, probably three miles from, from home to work. And yeah, it's great. I get to ride and get a little bit of cardio going. I really miss actually the amount of physical activity that I'm used to. I notice I'm not sleeping as well. I wake up rested, but clearly not having uh, pumped all the gas out of the tank. So that's been kind of a, a little bit of a bummer, but, you know. Um, yeah, tricky. See, your perspective is super interesting, and I'm super curious about this because you have a young family. You're in a house that it's, fe- it's probably feeling a little tight with everyone there, you know, nonstop. I mean, yeah, it's such a fascinating thing. So, I mean, your perspective on it, I mean, would be so amazing and, and different. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on how, Cause I've been noticing too. I mean, my circumstances, just me and my girlfriend and, and our dogs and, you know, we have a small little zone here as well. But I mean, if you have kids involved and in, in how they're coping with it in their own way and trying to make an understanding of it and under, you know, it, it must be just a, a completely unique experience than what I'm experiencing. And what is that like for you, Donnie? I mean, it must, and you have a small business that you're incredibly passionate about and very skilled at. I mean, you're, your understanding of this virus and, and its effects, I feel like, are really embodying a greater collective of, of many, many people in this country, in this world. So, I, I mean, I think, I, I mean, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I mean, yeah, obviously, you make surfboards, and, and if people can't surf, then they can't, you know, purchase surfboards. How's everything going with everything about that? You know, because it's a real interesting thing. And I guess on the greater whole, that's what we've been trying to do our part to help everyone like people in your circumstance with businesses you know i just feel like i want to get this thing back to a place where you know hopefully it gets on even ground but i mean i would love to hear your perspective on it personally and and, uh and you know business wise too you know yeah no thanks for asking um yeah look it's it's been once again um, very aware of people in much worse situations and circumstances and I understand this is a life or death situation but since you asked I'll tell you what's going on in my life is um, it has been very stressful and you know there's clearly not as many orders coming across the desk um, I'm, I am very fortunate that I actually do work alone <laughs> at, at any given time of the year uh, regardless of a quarantine status so um, respectfully just been you know biking to work keeping a low profile and yeah I build boards start to finish so uh, work has gone on um, I had stocked up on some materials not sure how long those are going to be available once these run out but yeah definitely orders have slowed down so if you're in a position to order any board everything's handmade and I'm using all American made materials and recycled EPS and only and all epoxy and I've been building some really cool boards. I'm I'm really happy with how the boards have come out and it's it's actually it ties really nicely into what we talked about earlier. I'm really trying to enjoy the process. So, yeah, I've, I've actually been spending a lot longer on the boards not because I loved them more or even that I had more time, but I've tried to use the season nothing's ever production over here i pour as much time as a board needs into it so with that said i try to use the season as a time to try new stuff and not experimental on durability and rocker and rails and that kind of thing but the aesthetics of the board i've tried a few new things and just kind of used this as a creative outlet to find some new ground and i've had some really good success so that's been good um on the home front yeah, we, we don't have a yard, so without being able to go to the park and the beach with the, the kids, that's been um, 
definitely a challenge. But once again, you know, one one has to be creative. And and what I've noticed within our house, so my son is, let's see, he'll be eight next month. So he's seven and my daughter is 10. It's, you know, you would think that to run a child like a dog would be get their energy and their wiggles out. And I, I mean, I guess there's truth to that. But what I've noticed is setting up little things that are fun and attire, like have short little bursts of intensity has been very helpful. So, you know, I actually rearranged the whole garage so that we can skateboard inside the garage. And it's actually been yeah. <laughs> it's been really fun. We have one of those. It's uh, it's called a ripstick. So it's a skateboard, but it's only got two wheels. Oh, I've seen those. Those are so cool. They're super fun. Is Rex ripping? Oh, Rex is just yeah. He yeah. He's just charging on that. And so I learned to ride it too, but mainly so I can focus on holding stance through turns. <laughs> so yeah, just surf training on that. But yeah, we built a little homemade ping pong table and. You know, playing ping pong with a seven-year-old is not the most uh, rally-filled game, but hey, he's learning the basics, and that's been fun. But I'll wrap up here quickly saying I think um, keeping spirits high in terms of, like, endurance activities are not for right now. It's these little short sparks of, like, just bringing joy, balancing things a little bit with, like, hey, let's run down for ping pong, but let's only play for... 12 15 minutes and you don't tell them that but you just yeah. like try and end with end on a high note so that's been good we've been doing some art projects getting creative you know just scrapbooking that kind of stuff a little bit of watercolors that kind of thing but yeah thanks for asking it's um it is a uh it's an interesting time i i know that bigger companies in general have definitely suffered and i think of the surfboard realm in the future going forward it's going to be interesting it's uh, like once we once again we say it's not going to be like it was and it will be a new normal but it's also an opportunity to you know kind of really really assess what what we're making what people are buying what what matters to one as a business owner you know and I, I think it that's that's such a rad perspective on it you know <laughs> like and your boards are rad man I, I love what you bring to the community of surfing and there's such a beautiful, it's such, a, I just appreciate all craftsmanship or people that make beautiful handcrafted boards like yourself and, and really the whole surfing board building community as a whole. I think it's just, you know, I have so much love for all those guys. So, yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I really, I, I really, um, I'm honored to, to be able to be in a position where I feel like as much as I'm not surfing, being around surfboards is actually, it's not the same, <laughs> clearly, but, you know, it, it kind of feels like part of surfing. And I've, I know this from, like, if things get really busy and I neglect the responsibility to go and surf, I'm just totally out of balance. So that's, that's a given right now, but, you know, you can't just, well, I'll, I'll answer for myself, I can't just build boards, I need to be in the ocean. So, you know, that's, we're in a unique situation now, but just because you're around surfboards doesn't quill the fascination or the balance for surfing, but surfing without building surfboards to me is just so foreign. So they go hand in hand. So it somewhat feels like I'm still connected, but yeah, I've actually been building some other cool stuff and just working on some creative projects that I'll be sharing shortly, but um, I can't wait. Yeah. Just, just to mix it up a little bit. And um, yeah, well, I mean, Donnie, just for a little perspective here, and I think you'll enjoy this. So every morning I go on a little walk with my dogs around the block and I catch up. There's an older woman who lives on the corner down here and, and she's incredibly sweet. And turns out she's an absolute amazing surfer back in the day. And uh, she was telling me, I'm like, yeah, have you been surfing? Just whatever, just out of conversation. She's like, no, I don't, I, you know, I haven't surfed in a while, you know, a long time, but now I just, I dream of surfing. And it feels like I get, I get it. She's like, I feel like I go surfing in my dreams. And I was like, you know, well, I'm like, and she's an older, older gal. And I was like, you know, that's, that's cool. You know, that's, that's insane. Like I, you know, I understood it in the moment in a certain way. And now in this, in this time, I've been missing surfing so much. I've literally been having surfing dreams where <laughs> they're so like real 
so realistic that I wake up with the same exact like response in my body and like emotional response and physical like almost responses it feels like i went surfing it's weird and and it it, it, i I think back to what that woman said and she literally might be surfing in her dreams and and i think for for all of us knowing that surfing's in your soul and it's there forever and and it doesn't this moment right now it's a time away from it but it will always be there in your spirit and the feeling and the emotion you somehow will be able to tap into it and it'll come to us not on command, but potentially when you need it, you know what I'm saying? And it was just a really interesting thing that she said that to me. And then to have this situation happen and then surfing in my, my own dreams. I like literally like crazy realistic and, uh, I don't know. It's trippy. So I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up for you. It might be off topic, but no, I no. hope you have some, some surf dreams. You know what I'm saying? Are the, are the, are the dreams you're having about like big waves or normal waves? No, or? they're like moves that I've never done in my entire life, Donnie. I did an air 360 to the flats. So I literally remember like pumping at this little wedge. I was coming from behind it. Like, you know, when you're in the bottom of the transition, you're like, I oh, no way I'm going to make it around. But then, all of a sudden, like the wave breaks and kind of gives you an energy and you get around it. And then you, I hit this thing low from underneath. And I think it was at Riviera Beach, wherever, you know, where we grew up surfing. And I busted the thing, felt so good. And then as my nose spun around to short, it like paused. I paused completely. And I looked around. It was like this new dimension, like in the Matrix or something. And then I saw patrick on the beach both hands over his head he was waiting for me and it was in the summer must have been the summer because i was we were wearing board shorts and then i i was like i had this moment i'm like usually in real life i would be like i'm gonna go to the flats i'm gonna break every bone in my body i'm not i'm just gonna bail out it was going dead to the flats and then i literally remember going i'm just gonna go for it and i just stomped this thing it was so insane i rode out and i just claimed it i fully claimed it and then i woke up and i like literally was smiling and my girlfriend was in bed and i was just laughing i'm like i just did the air 360 and it was probably like 3 30 in the morning but i was glowing it was a weird experience but it was so realistic donnie i i i don't even know how to do it was weird, That's weirdly beautiful. realistic. Yeah, your Air 330, really. <laughs> I know. Well, I could be learning new tricks. What color was your board? I think it was white. I didn't remember. It just remember. It was like, you know those visions when people have GoPros in their mouth? Like, that was my perspective. It was like this weird, I saw the board pumping, and it was just like through my eyes. So it wasn't like a third, like watching me do it. It was like me doing it, my perspective. Mm. And I was... It was interesting. You've never had a surf, like those dreams, surf dreams? No, I have actually. It, it's a it's a funny story. I've, I've I have so many surf dreams. Like I kind of go through phases, and I definitely had like crystal crystal clear, like yeah, just replay dreams. But yeah, I yeah, it was a few years ago now. I had a, a, it was the first time I'd ever had a dream about a board and riding it. So wow. of, often it's just like the the actual act of surfing and i have had uh, dreams about boards but this one came together i'm sitting in my shop looking at this board right now um wow and it was like yeah it was same thing it was you know point of view like the gopro perspective in your mouth and yeah just high lining low lining highlight like these long or like telegraph pumps you know um very 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 vivid so yeah and i remember i woke up and i told olive my daughter the the dream i was like oh, i had this crazy dream last night and i explained what the board looked like and so um i got home that night from work and she said well did you make the board <laughs> and i was like uh no the dream but she said yeah the dream board did you make it and i kind of felt silly i was like no it, it didn't really even occur to me and she's like well you, well, you gotta make it so I, uh, the next day i went and i made Dude, the board. that is so cool <laughs> that's what it's about right there it's funny i i've written it uh, i've only written it once to be honest 
I, and it worked. I actually had a really memorable session and I kind of didn't want to jinx it. So it was sitting here after that. And then I loaned it out and it, it kind of got lost in the fray. You know, those people that loan boards and then bring it back. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I finally got it back and it, it's sitting up. It's the highest one in the rafters here. Um, that's classic. That's a classic story. Yeah, it was funny. It was just like, you know, like it was so crystal clear, both the ride and the, the, dimension of what the board was um yeah maybe that would be one to bring out and ride for the first time i've been thinking a lot about what i'm going to be doing and like trying not to over froth with like expectations um because you don't want to well that's where it's just like go out and just get the worst wave you can find and just get it out of the way almost that's my theory it's just like it won't be any sort of ceremonial special wave. It's just going to be a normal, not another wave, but you'll be appreciating it differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think that makes sense. It makes total sense because I mean, you've told me. Are you going to go out and wait for like the best wave of the day? No, absolutely not. That's not how I operate. So I wouldn't change that now, but I think maybe going out and just, you know, like when we were training on the single fins and you were talking about how to get your hands in the right position and all those details and nuances that we were working on and what you walk away from those sessions or those waves are very, very um, nuanced, detailed little memories or moments of stoke that I feel are going to be something that are going to be, we're going to be like sponges just soaking those up. So yeah, I think going out there and trying to do six turns to the beach is going to be maybe a waste of time. And I, I feel this is personal, but maybe going out there and just taking off and just, just, just trim lining, just, ooh, just keeping yes. it real simple and letting those initial sort of wet moments just soak back up in, into, into oneself and there could be fuel for a long time. So that's, that's kind of what I got planned. Probably going to ride the Ubuntu just cause amping on that lately. And it's, it's perfect. You can ride terrible waves. Dude, that is the magic machine right there. And, and just a last little note on mental health and personal health and, and, and looking after each other in the community. It's just a great time. If you have a friend, check in on that friend you know in this time if if you're going through a hard time yourself call a friend you know what i mean mm. being there for each other in this time is going to make our community stronger in the water and outside of the water so you know i think that would be my last thought on this whole situation is just hopefully the community can come together have compassion for each other everyone Maybe it feels like you're the only one going through this certain situation where the world is building up these insane challenges. And most likely, a lot of people, everyone's going through it. Everyone's going to go through it. If it's not now, it'll be next week. If it's not next week, it'll be next year. If it's not next year, it'll be, you know, who knows? But I think it's a great time for each other, for all of us, to be there for each other's friends and just reach out to people, you know? have conversations with each other and listen and and see how we're doing and check in on each other so i mean we may not be able to get the mental health and the whatever kind of amazing health benefits we get from being in the ocean in this time as surfers but i think if we can look after each other just like we do in the lineup right if you see a friend having a two-wave hold down or stuck in a riptide you're going to help them mm. the same philosophy applies on land so i think um just remember that as you're going through your day, checking on yourself, checking on your friends, and there's it's okay to have a completely horrible day and just be present in that moment and reach out for friends and we can all get through it together. So there's no sense in going through it alone. We should all try our best to be there for each other. And, and that's my uh, last thought on, on the whole thing. So that's the same theories apply in the ocean as it does on the land. So that's the vibe right there man yeah great words thanks dane and it's um yeah that's definitely i, I i'm gonna make it even simpler like I, I mean we've heard that from other people too and you know that's definitely the best and most uh, thoughtful way to go through this together but like since we've been talking about all this like why don't you make one more phone call to somebody else that you sometimes surf with or is part of your surfing life and talk about your first sessions back you know maybe there's therapy there i felt it right now that's the only reason i'm bringing this up is like just talking about getting back in the water and you know yeah you know that's like good. that's true you know like I, th I think you know you're setting out homework for people is not to tell people what to do but sometimes like 
you know, Vistler's running an art contest right now and giving away surfboards and wetsuits. And it's not so much about the prizes, but I, I was in, I was stoked because I was like, yeah, setting intentions for people, you know, like Vans is doing the art um, uh, initiative for, you know, giving funds back to uh, surf shops and skate shops and restaurants that they're supporting. And like, you know, what you do is you set, you set out an initiative that inspires people, gives it, give you some goals to work towards. So as much as we appreciate and respect what the industry is doing, like, why don't you call your friend and talk about, when you get back where your surfing is what you're planning towards maybe how you're not going to over amp or how amped you're going to be or you know that's a silly conversation but we've had it with you all today and i feel like there was value there and once again i think you know i don't think we need to belittle the emotions and feelings that you have within your own life um, and compare them to others because they're real to you and that matters you know yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing to just keep in mind for all of us and everyone's going through it and just um yeah. I mean, we'll be there'll be sunny days ahead, man. I, you know, there's going to be hope on the horizon and you know, I just keep uh you got to keep paddling, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's going to be good. It'll be good stuff, now. I mean, we'll be waxing up the board soon enough and I'm sure. So, yeah, man. I appreciate this conversation and yeah, I just love everyone out there and hoping for the best so um yeah yeah thank you dane thank thank you for your wisdom your insight your experience and your even your vulnerability sharing the things that you have really it's uh it's valuable to me and i think it will be to others and and uh yeah thank you thank you for for taking the time but also for for sharing the knowledge that you've uh so carefully thought about you know, not not only have you set an example by what you've done, but you've really spent time thinking about these things, and that's why they're valuable to me as we learn. Dude, well, let's keep it rocking, Donny boy. Yeah, buddy. All right, we'll catch you soon. Thanks, buddy. Bye. All right, look.